Hi there, and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Che. And I'm Ben Peltier. In tonight's show, the Sovereign Asian Art Prize, an annual art competition that aims to help both artists and disadvantaged children. We also have music in our studio for you as pianist Piao Xingji talks to Billy Lee about his program in the Hong Kong Arts Festival this week. Jin Myerson was born in Incheon, South Korea. Adopted by a Jewish-Swedish family, he grew up in rural Minnesota before moving away to study fine arts. He's been based in New York, Paris, and Seoul. Currently, he's living in Hong Kong and has an exhibition at the Galerie Perrotin until the end of this month called No Rest for the Wicked. This show takes as its inspiration the more than 30% of our lives that most of us spend in bed. My work is about perception, you know, it's not about um, uh, memory or uh, taste or style, it's about the way that we see things. That's why I use distortion, you know, because it's like the most simple way to affect someone's perception. So the question becomes, what's the most important thing? Is it what we're looking at or how we're seeing it? And of course, the most important thing is how we're seeing it. The title of the show was originally going to be Endless Sleep, which is a Hank Williams song. And it's a very tragic love song, and it eventually ends up with a suicide. I always have these ideas, and then uh, the idea changes as I make the work. You know, and I, I mean, a show about suicide isn't really that happy. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought about it. The thing that I was thinking about, or the thing that inspired me, um, didn't have to do with that uh, kind of punchline. No rest for the wicked became more appropriate because of the things that I was thinking about, of the things that I was feeling. I don't really think too much when I'm making a painting, because I'm painting. But after it's done, I'll sit and I'll kind of meditate and think about it. The hardest thing isn't deciding what you want. The hardest thing is kind of believing in that consistently. This was one of the first paintings of the show. Um, it's a piece called uh, A Single Journey Can Change the Course of a Life. And it's actually, um, it's based off a very uh, popular advertisement that ran in a lot of magazines. Um, but what I loved about the image was the color. And generally when I have an idea, I don't paint it right away. 
it's I have to it has to come back again and again. Um, the paintings take an incredibly long time to do, so um, I have to make sure that I really want to do it or I really believe in it in some way. Um, this piece is uh, kind of interesting in a way because it's a it's kind of a disappearing act, but it's a self-portrait, and I haven't done a self-portrait since I was in art school, and that was a long time ago. This is actually a view of my studio window in Photon. You know, uh, it's a hoodie that I wear, and so I put the hoodie on and had an assistant take a photo, and then I took myself out. So the piece is called Sleepwalker, and uh, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting and funny because of that reason. And this piece over here was um, inspired by Causeway Bay. Uh, when I first moved to Hong Kong about a year ago, it, it was an area that I was just spending a lot of time in, you know. So, um, especially on that one street called Fashion Street, there was a little alleyway with some outdoor restaurants. The title of the piece is called um, Me and Soutine and CWB. So um, Soutine is a painter, a French painter uh, during the 1920s and 30s and 40s in Paris. And he was one of the first people to really use distortion. And distortion is a tool that I use to affect perception um, and the way that we look at things. And I think that um, in that way, uh, the show is really about the way I personally have felt in my introductory year in Hong Kong. Um, and that's uh, hopefully becomes some sort of metaphor for how everyone feels um, whenever they encounter something that's a bit new. But I think what's most important is um, not where you are, it's how you are looking at something. And uh, that's always been at the, the root of my work. You know, painting is a very solitary thing. It takes an incredible amount of time. It's meditative. Um, but it is um, instantaneous to a certain degree as well. It's a bit like eating. All these paintings are uh, oil paintings. And so, a lot of times certain areas need to dry and there's moments of reflection and um, of course when I'm actually painting I'm not thinking about anything. But in between there's a lot to think about and a lot to consider. I think we're, all of us, uh, we're an accumulation of where we've been and what we've felt and uh, those things um, absolutely define them. I mean, all I make is painting. I want desperately for the paintings to be an experience and to be something that, um, you know, uh, maybe you haven't seen before. You know, it's always been there, but you haven't really seen presented in that way. I always approach a show like, um, without a theme. I mean, I think when art becomes a brand, it stops having a sense of discovery. 
And I think the, the contemporary art world needs everything, and we all need everything. Um, but really, truly, I think art can break new ground, and it can give you something that shows you uh, something that you haven't thought of. And if that isn't the intention of art, um, then I think art really fails. At the Cat Street Gallery until the 17th of March, Micrographia is an exhibition of the latest works from Spanish artist Maria Garcia Ibanez. The exhibition takes its name from a 1665 book by scientist and artist Robert Hooke, which contained illustrations of microscopic observations of the natural world. from us that on Friday and Saturday this week at the Hong Kong Arts Center, you can see the all-male Japanese dance company Condors in their show Grand Slam. Condors are known for their mixture of comedy, odd films, retro rock music, storytelling, and their own blend of high-energy dance. We'll be bringing you a look at their show in an upcoming program, but it's not too late to get tickets and check it out for yourself. We'll be back after the break. See you then. Welcome back. The Sovereign Art Foundation raises money to help disadvantaged children using the arts as rehabilitation, education, and therapy. Set up in 2003, the foundation runs annual Sovereign Art Prizes in Asia, Africa, and Europe. Apart from helping the children, the prizes also help to highlight and help some of the most interesting artists of our time. We first came in Hong Kong with a very large fascination for the ports and by, for container boats. So it has always been a dream uh, to, to make this kind of trip on one of those boats, which we see as kind of a mobile skyscraper, horizontal skyscraper, or uh, in stable landscape. This year's winner of the Sovereign Asia Art Prize is Back Home with Baudelaire No. 5 by Map Office. It's an exploration of a short voyage by a cargo ship from Yantian Port in Shenzhen to Hong Kong. The French couple who are Map Office have been living in Hong Kong for almost 20 years. Laurent Gutierrez and Valérie Portefeuille set up their multidisciplinary platform in 2006 and use mixed media such as video, painting, photography and installation to explore their subjects. Back Home with Baudelaire No. 5 examines the concept of home. The logic of home and, and uh, where we belong to is very important in, in, this, um, in this work. I mean, it, it was done something like 10 years after 
coming to Hong Kong in, in 2005, and and was a, a way to say, okay, home is Hong Kong. Uh, this is our we 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 don't consider ourselves as tourists or as expatriate, but more living here and 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 working here and and part of the society. Among the 30 finalists was Natural Wonders, a work by Australian artist Mark Standing. He says it was inspired by his time in Hong Kong. I think it has an amazing energy here, um, and just kind of, you know, taking that sort of energy and that vibrancy, um, and sort of being here, and I have seen pockets of nature like the Avery that I was talking to you earlier. I mean, even if you go up to the peak, um, there are sort of areas here which, um, you know, you can sort of get out of the big city and see a bit of um, the sort of natural world. Um, and kind of even w walking around to the bird markets, you know, seeing all the sort of birds in the sort of cages and things. Um, I mean, I've always loved birds as well, but there seems to be um, a sort of real interest and real tradition in, keep in people keeping birds in the sort of Asian region. Mark was born in Zimbabwe, studied in South Africa, and lived in Europe before emigrating to Australia. His multinational background is reflected in the fragmented imagery in his works. I've picked up a really sort of strong feel for a lot more pastel kind of colors, um, the soft pinks and the blues and the greens and yellows, um, which are completely different to the color in Australia, which is quite severe and the light is sort of very bright. And so the earth tones in, t in terms of sort of like the the red earth is kind of very, very red. The sky seems to be very, very blue, um, where Asia, to me, just seems sort of kind of a lot softer with the, with the light source. Hong Kong artist Muvana Chen was another finalist. Her work, Art Diary, consists of magazines shredded and knitted together. Like when I'm read the article, like from two, 2008, it's very, the first time I'm like participating in the Hong Kong art fair, so and that time it's like very booming, all the art scene all around Asia. So and but in 2010, it's something like the market a little bit down compared to 2008. So all the art issue, what they are talking about uh, about Asia, or the artists keep um, different artists they focusing in Hong Kong like the articles some about Zhang Qinghua or about Kohei Nawa, like, like different Asian artists were alive. So I put joining all together. It's part of like knitting conversation. I knit with books from the friends all around the world. So through the knitting, I learn about their culture or the, the books, the knowledge from them. This is the ninth year of the Sovereign Asian Art Prize. Finalists come from all across the Asia-Pacific. The winner receives 30,000 US dollars. All the artworks entered were auctioned at a charity dinner on the 21st of February. The annual art prize has a number of goals. What we hope to achieve through the foundation, and I think we can see evidence of going some way towards this at least, and, and maybe better than that, is to give artists a big career boost and at the same time raise money for charity.
343,000 US dollars were raised this year. Half of that sum will go to help disadvantaged children in Hong Kong, China, and Southeast Asia through art therapy. The other half will go directly to the artists to help them in their future projects. Piao Xingji began studying piano at four. At eight, he took to the stage and won the first prize at the Shanghai Grand Theater National Piano Competition. At 14, he received the first prize and four special prizes at the 5th International Russian Music Piano Competition in San Jose, U.S. He also embarked on a concert tour of China and has since performed in Austria, Poland, Hungary, and the United States. He's also known as Kenny, and he's in our studio talking to Billy Lee. Hello, Kenny. I'm Kenny. I know you have started learning piano and have a own the first 呃，首先是小时候第一次接触钢琴，是感觉是一件很好玩的东西。然后呢，就是开始对它有一些兴趣。然后再加上因为父母是都是钢琴，学习钢琴的人，都是演奏钢琴的人，所以说呢，对它也